Hi, and welcome to the podcast, Use Your Powers for Good. I'm your host, Carolyn Ofer-Moselle, and I'm so glad that you're here. This is a podcast to inspire leaders, managers, and supervisors to use your powers for good to put more kindness into the world. Part of being a successful leader is making sure that the next generation of leaders are successful as well. So today's show is for those of you who have teenagers of your own, support teenagers through your work, or like I once did, had interns who I wanted to show, you know, the possibilities that were there for their opportunities and to make sure that they knew all the doors that could be open for them. So today's guest is Janice Powell Walker. She is an experienced and passionate independent educational consultant with over eight years of experience assisting eighth to 12th graders from diverse, underrepresented, and underserved communities to attend two-year and four-year colleges, military academies, and internships. Our company is The College Navigator. She is going to talk with us today about how her work supports parents and students in the college planning process and the leadership students need to be successful. Hello, Janice. Welcome, and we're so glad that you're here with us today. So tell us more about The College Navigator. Well, first of all, thank you, Carolyn, for having me here. I am very excited to um, talk about being an independent educational consultant, especially since a few years ago, there was a scandal with the whole blue chip uh, getting children into college that weren't qualified or their parents didn't think that they were qualified enough to make it into some top universities. But I feel like independent educational consultants are very useful, um, particularly for uh, parents of color or people of color. And the fact that now there is a two parent household or if there is even just a one parent household and that parent is just so busy working and cooking and doing other things that they really don't have the time to sit down and work with their children when it comes to the college planning process. And I like to make sure that people understand that it's the college planning process. It is a process and that process actually begins right before the summer of high school, right before high school begins. Mm -hmm. And I think high schools are overcrowded and you have guidance counselors that are assigned at sometimes in particularly public schools to over 200 children at one time. And so, and that number can even rise up at some of the larger schools because they usually only have about four to five uh, college counselors on staff. So they could have responsibility for over 500 to 1,000 kids at once, and they're all graduating. And honestly, you do the math. One to 1,000 kids, some of those kids are going to get left behind. And particularly, those are our children who are in the middle range. And nine times out of 10, they're going to be mostly children of color. 
And so I am a person of color and I wanted, I started this business a few years ago when it was time for my own children to start the college planning process. And I found that I didn't know a lot of things. There was a gap and I felt that if this was an opportunity for me to fill that gap. And I just started off just working with my own children, my family members and close friends. That's excellent. I mean, when you put it like that, I remember when we were in high school, um, you know, there were guidance counselors and it still was like, uh, I remember going into um, sessions where they brought um, colleges in to um, talk to us, but the room was full. And that was, you know, back then, that's when guidance counselors were actually available and active. So knowing how that is today and how different that is today, it, you know, if you really want to um, impact the process and, and give your, your student, your child, the best um, possibility of getting into the school they want and getting the education that they want to get, then, you know, I, I agree with you having someone to help you through that process is going to be very helpful and and less um, onerous on you trying to learn how to do all that stuff yourself. So thank you for yes. filling that gap. You're more than welcome. I think also the, the issue is, is that we tend to put the ownership on the children, but we cannot do that as parents because we are going to ones that's gonna have to foot the bill. So not only is my process about getting into college, there is a process of figuring out which scholarships and those scholarships are usually going to be tied to what is the child going to major in once they get to college. And then also one of the top two things that come up over and over again is going to be community service and leadership. Mm -hmm. And if those children have leadership skills, they can get a scholarship to attend college. What colleges are looking for are students who will come into college and are willing to be the leaders of the pack. They are willing to take on um, the student government positions or other positions. You know, they, they, there's so many clubs and organizations when you get on campus, they need leaders as well. It is no different than when you're in high school. And that is those opportunities where children can start to figure out, am I a leader or am I a follower? Am I a giver? Or am I somebody who cares about my community and can start a community service organization to start to give back um, and make a difference in their community? Um, I always tell my students that one way of giving back to the community is just going to their local daycare facility and creating a library because you, you know, children are starting to read earlier and the more you read, the more you learn, the quicker you learn, um, the quicker you're able to read and pick up things. And of course, reading then leads to spelling. Spelling leads to writing and it is a cycle. And I think it's so important to tell children about even you can be a member or you can take on one of those leadership positions such as president, 
vice president, secretary, treasurer, those same positions exist in colleges and also in corporate America. Yes, I, I, I that's a, that's great um, information. And you made me think about, um, especially with the, 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 the going to your daycare to start a library, that's, that's a perfect project for a kid who is not quite the clear leader, but, you know, can start to do, I feel like that's like an entry point of starting to do something to build some confidence in being a leader. And um, I never thought about that. So that's a, that's a, that's a great um, um, advice for the student that's kind of a little shy, but because I was shy when I was young. So that would have been a great um, um, project that I would have done. And then I would have been able to build leadership skills. So that was, that's great. So, so tell me, you talked a little bit about it, but tell me what leadership means to you in, in the context of the work that you're doing. So in the work that I'm doing, I do my best to, you know, inspire um, my students because my students are truly my clients. Um, parents just want you to know, again, you're the one putting the bill, but it's the student that is in school. It is the student that's going to go to a two-year community college or a four-year college or uh, through a military academy. And the reason that you may hear me push military academies is because they pay 100% what it costs. It is like you are getting an Ivy League education through those military academies. But, and guess what parents, fear not. When they finish, they will have a job. They will be considered as a second lieutenant. They will be commissioned. They're, they are not gonna send them out to the front line to fight a war or fight our enemies to mm -hmm. protect. They're gonna be sitting behind a desk because they're going to use the knowledge that they gain in mm -hmm. those classrooms to defeat the enemy, right? Mm -hmm. They're gonna learn strategic skills. So that is why you hear me mention military academies and okay. particularly for parents who may not have the money to send their child to college. Mm -hmm. But one of the things I do, I recommend all of my parents, do not go into debt to send your child to college. Do not let your child take on debt to attend college. There are so many colleges that's out here. Um, again, you can start by just doing your basics at your local community college. That will save you thousands of dollars right there. Uh -huh. And then if your child is getting A's, they can then transfer to any state school, any out-of-state school, any private school that they want to attend, and they will get scholarships on their own. So it's not too late. But if we are talking about it, your children have four years of high school, but they have to start off right. And they have to start by building bricks, just like the one of the three little pigs who were built his house out of mm -hmm. bricks so that the wolf could not blow it down. Those bricks equate to A's. So when I work with my students, I let them know, get A's. And then I start talking to them about, are you 
you know, musical inclined? Do you play mm-hmm. an instrument? Do you sing? Do you play a sport, right? Or are you one of those ones who are is just going to be a leader or are you artistically inclined, meaning you're gonna be a part of the play? So mm-hmm. are you gonna be the lead role? A lot of people, you never talk about that. That person who gets that lead role, the lead actress, the lead actor, guess what? Again, it's called lead for a, a, for a reason. Right. Leadership. Interesting. I never thought of it that, that way. Um, I know that you you talked about, you know, overall what you have been discussing, how important it is to be a leader. And um, you mentioned some ways that you students can find leadership opportunities. So you mentioned the arts and you m- mentioned, um, you know, I'm still back on that library because I, I don't know why that just appeals to me. I don't know, but <laughs> that would have been awesome. Um, and so what other ways have you had your clients um, build leadership skills? Well, also in their community. Um, my daughter, um, right at the height, of course, of Black Lives Matter movement, um, she staged a walkout at her school. And again, not only when you talked about the confidence, that takes a lot of confidence. That takes yeah. guts to stage a walkout at at your school to let the school know how you feel about Black Lives Matter and how important it is that we embrace our diversity. Um, My children did attend a private high school, but the reason that they attended a private high school is because I wanted them around, first of all, small classrooms. Because when children are in smaller classrooms, first of all, they're heard their opinions are heard, that when they raise their hand, the teacher can see them and they give them an opportunity to say whatever it is that's on their mind. Their their other peers can see and hear them. And they're not just somebody who is a number in a classroom filled with 30 or more kids. Mm -hmm. So the small classroom was number one. Um, Number two, I felt like, hey, I'd rather pay at the high school level than to have to pay at college. Mm -hmm. So this way they get individualized attention from their college counselors. They're not a number and that counselor can help to find them the best college fit for them. Mm -hmm. The best college fit. There, there, you know, there are, again, so many colleges, mm-hmm. but it's important that we find the right fit for each child. Right. And they, when you find the right fit, just like a good pair of jeans, when you find <laughs> the right fit, you're going to buy them jeans again, or you're going to buy multiple yep. at that time because you're like, oh my God, this is the perfect fit for yes, me. Yes, yes. I know y'all are laughing right now because <laughs> You're going to take care of those jeans. Yes, that we can relate to. Mm -hmm. That is the same difference for our child. When they find the right college fit for them, guess what? They will thrive at that university. And, you know, I don't mean to throw shade at the Ivy League schools, but there's so many more schools that that an A student can thrive at and can Mm -hmm. find themselves at the best fit for them and it's not always in Ivy League schools or the top schools that we hear about. There is such a thing of 
40 colleges and they are called colleges that save lives. I mean, sorry, colleges that change lives, Mm -hmm. ctcl.org. That is ctcl.org, colleges that change lives. And it's 40 colleges that uh, author Lauren Pope um, visited each of these colleges and determined what was so special about them and why people, when they leave there, they go straight into society and are successful, Uh thriving. Um, at their jobs or they're thriving at the company that they created. And and those colleges are based on the liberal arts. Hmm. Interesting. I, I never knew that that was a, 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 um, a place to, as a resource, that should be some very um, interesting information for people to take a look at and, and understand, you know, expand their, their horizons on what they know about colleges and universities um, to help th- their kids make a better choice. Now, you you mentioned um, kids becoming leaders. So, what age would you do you think kids should start um, on the journey to becoming a leader? I think that students should get involved the moment they step into high school. Um, my children told me that middle school was the worst for them, was the absolute worst. And I do understand that different kids have different experiences, but guess what? It is a normal progression. The same way that we leave from elementary school to middle, we leave from middle to go to high school, we need to leave from high school to go to college. So while we are in high school, it is imperative that that very first year we get involved, we get involved. And guess what, students, if you're listening to this podcast as well, when you go into high school, nobody knows you unless other people are coming in there from your school as well, right? But guess what? You evolved over the summer. You change. Maybe now you want to go by your middle name. Maybe now you want to go by your initials with your first and your last name or your first and your middle name. You can start over. Just like at the beginning of football season, everybody is equal. The score is zero, zero. There's no wins, there's no losses, you know, but every team has probably changed their up their roster. They have gotten some new recruits. They have um, traded out and got new players, right? They put, change up the position of those players. And that is why they have what's called a preseason. And so for the preseason, which is the summer before ninth grade begins, you come to me, I work out a plan, and we actually create a four-year plan, a roadmap from ninth through 12th grade and into college and getting those college acceptances. So once you get into high school, take a look around. What are you interested in? Or is it that, oh, I played an instrument when I was in middle school and I want to continue playing that instrument. So I am going to join the band or some schools even have a jazz band, right? Is it that you ran track when you were in middle school and now you want to run track when you're in high school? Well, continue to do that. But if you're that student who says, 
I really don't know what I'm going to do. I didn't have time when I was in middle school. I went to school. As soon as school was over with, I got back on the bus and I went home, right? But now you may have, circumstances may have changed for you and now you have more time on your hand. You know, high school starts early and when high school ends, you can find out you can approach a teacher and even if they don't have a club maybe you start a club mm-hmm. my daughter she started the poetry club um, when she was in high school she loved poetry and it was a way for her to express herself and first she did it only on paper and mm-hmm. then once she's once she got up the confidence to start reading her poems and that once people told her how much they liked it, she was able to do that. So leadership also can start at home. If you're the oldest sibling, you're a leader already. So, you know, don't shy away from joining different clubs and organization or even starting one because in this world, we need more brown and black children, more minority leaders. Yes, I agree with you. And, you know, and I love that you are helping to start that process, you know, early on, because, you know, a lot of times we don't start that process until, you know, we're either a junior or a senior in high school or even after we get out of high school and you know get our first job and then we start building leadership skills but i think this is wonderful that um, um, you are supporting kids to build those skills early on so that by the time they get to college you know they are they, they are light years of you know beyond where they would be otherwise so congratulations on that and um so janice tell us What makes you an expert in the area of student leadership? Well, I will just tell you guys this. Leadership is a process of managing a diverse team who each have their own skill set and ideas working together to solve an issue or innovate a new product. So what makes me an expert is that my son, who is a recent high school graduate, freshman at Elon University, and I want you guys to take note, I am shouting out things that I want you to go and do your research and investigate, but he is there as a leadership, as a Isabella Cannon leadership fellow, and that comes with a scholarship. And that means that they will nurture your child to give them different opportunities in the classroom, as well as in their communities. They will introduce them to people. They will help your child to find his or her voice so that just even small tasks where if there is a group assignment, you can become a leader. So um, I am in the business of finding leadership scholarships, community service scholarships, different scholarships that will make certain that students find their voice to become the leader that they are destined to be. Um, Also, one of the things that I do is in finding 
Um, there is such a thing as junior scholars. And these are opportunities for high school juniors to either get scholarships or be recognized for their service in the community as well as in the classroom. And then I don't want to um, take away any from anyone who works as well. I think if you have a job, you are learning community, you are learning customer service skills. You are learning how to deal with younger people, older people, you know, all people from different walks of life. And that is also leadership. Mm -hmm. Excellent, excellent. So Janice, this is our um, my final question to you. So tell us, how do you put more kindness into the world? The way I put more kindness into the world is by work, working with my students that um, I only want the best for them. It is truly my passion. As you heard when Carolyn initially introduced me, um, number one is that I wanna make certain that the students are being heard, that I'm listening to them, that no matter what mom and dad or grandma or stepdad, stepmom may say, they have a voice about where it is that they want to go to college, what they want to study while they are in college. Um, and I just think all around is just listening to those students and giving them that opportunity to be heard um, and that they know that I am, again, working on their behalf tirelessly to make certain that they can attend college for less to nothing so that when they do graduate, they are graduating debt free. And to me, I want to make sure everybody hears this. I believe that scholarships are our reparations. And at least it is a beginning to some of the reparations that this country owes to brown and black children. Excellent. Excellent. You know, it's it's always I'm always amazed at like how many scholarships there are out there. Um, and and equally as amazed that I didn't know about those when we were coming through college. So um, I think, again, thank you for this amazing service. And I'm hoping that um, parents and aunties and, you know, people who work with kids hear this podcast and share it with those who have a kid in their life who um, is, you know, needs to build these leadership skills in order to go and go to colleges and get, go into high school and have a, um, a productive four years in high school and get the scholarships that they need to um, get their life on track and, and, you know, get the career that they want, get to start the business that they want and come out, you know, debt free. That's, that's, a, you know, student loans, that. It's the ultimate goal, parents. We, yes. you know, the other thing is that we need to start thinking about is generational wealth. And yeah. generational yeah. wealth can begin with your child going to college for four years for free. Yes. For free. And I can tell you right now that all three of my children, when they graduate, 
They will be graduating debt free. And as my one daughter says, they are paying me to go to college. Wow. That, that's, I mean, that, that in itself is enough to um, contact Janice and see how you could be, uh, what, what, how she can help you with making sure that your kid or the kid in your life or kids that you talk to, you know, if you are, like I said, like I was when I was in um, city government, we had, um, it, we, we were partnered with a, um, 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 nonprofits that had uh, kids. And, you know, every time a kid came through, you know, one of my goals was to help them understand like what, what they were going to do when they, you know, what they help them think about what they wanted to do and help them to um, research, you know, if they, one gentleman, he, he thought he wanted to be a state trooper. So I said, well, do you know what that means? And to, you know, to be a state trooper. And so he researched, you know, how you have to not have a criminal record and not have, have good credit and not have this or to have that. And so, you know, at least he left with an under, a better understanding of what he needed to do in order to achieve that goal. And, you know, it may have changed over time because he was a sophomore, I believe, in high school. So, you know, he's still kind of young, so it may have changed, but at least he knew, knew that, you know, he could go and research what he wanted to do and get the information he needed to so that he can take the best steps for him. And I think that's what you um, provide to parents and students to, you know, the, the resources that they need to take the next best, best step to accomplish um, the goals of getting into college with for little or nothing and graduating debt free. That's big. And, yeah. and I can say one more thing, Carolyn, you hit the head on the, the you hit the nail <laughs> on his head by stating research. And I can tell you guys that I have over eight years doing research. There is not a college that you cannot name that I will not know where it's located, who's the president of that university, the mascot, whether they are in division one, two, or three, whether they have football or not and then trust me on when I say that that all division one schools do not have football so uh, that is something that I have learned in my research but you know it's very important for a student to know what their deal breakers are when attending a college. So as I mentioned before, that right fit, we have to have that right fit. And, and that's not just in the classroom, it's also outside of the classroom. What is the social structure? Is that college campus red or is that college campus blue? Is it close to home or far away? Is it test optional or are standardized tests still required? There are so many questions, people, and I am the expert that can help you to answer those questions, to dive through all of that red tape and information and really help you with the Common App or the Coalition applications. Those are huge. And my forte is in summer programs. So I wanna make sure that you guys really 
reach out to me to hear about summer programs and getting started in the ninth grade and not waiting until the 11th grade saying, oh my God, I didn't know I would need this. I didn't know college asked for this. And parents who graduated when Carol and I graduated high school mm, 30 something years ago, (laughs) it has dramatically changed. Do not base your child experience of the college planning process on the process that you went through. Things do evolve, things do change. Yes, I am, I'm sure they have, you know, and considering that I'm only 28, I'm not sure how you're, you're doing this math, but we're gonna go with what you said anyway. <laughs> um, yes. <laughs> so tell everyone, Janice, how to reach you. Um, if you have, you know, I don't know if you have informational sessions or just tell people how to reach you if they're interested in learning more about your work and, and um, working with you. So another plug um, is I want to let parents know that I also do uh, test prep. So very important. I just got finished doing my PSAT prep class. My students um, just took the PSAT last um, Wednesday. Um, So a week ago from today, October 13th, I'm gonna be very excited to see their test scores when they come up. And so what's coming up for me on the horizon is um, I will be doing an SAT prep class for the June SAT as well as for the August SAT. Um, You can reach me on LinkedIn, um, Janice Powell Walker, and you can also reach me on Facebook. Um, I do have a Facebook page, but again, Janice Powell Walker, and you can reach me on Twitter at The College Navigator, as well as Instagram at The College Navigator. And parents, I do work just like a cell phone bill on a monthly payment plan. And I will tell you, would you rather pay me $6,000, period, over the entire four years, or would you rather pay a college $40,000 a year? Mm. You do the math on that. Mm-hmm. And so, the, so for clarification, the college um, navigator is T H E E, college navigator. So, um, Janice, thank you so much for joining us today. You know, this this has been really. I'm excited. You know, by the I love knowledge and I love like sharing information with people, especially helping people to expand um, beyond what they you know what they thought they knew or things that the possible. I love opening people up to possibility. So, and I think that this conversation has done so. So I encourage, uh, like I said, again, all parents, people who know kids, care about some kids to um, contact Janice and see how she can be helpful in helping your kid in your life to be successful in life. So until next time, be better today than yesterday, be better tomorrow than today. Bye for now. Bye.